Hi guys, welcome back to another episode, another week, another day. I'm sorry about that podcast. You have one of your favorite hosts, Viana. Mary. <laughs> Mary, you're getting better. It's just, it's just so stupid. It's like Red Rover, Red Rover, let Viana come over. Yes, um, but welcome back, guys. We got some feedback. Everybody enjoyed the last few episodes we had, so we're really excited. You guys are joining us along on this ride, figuring out what topics we're going to continue doing, but we really appreciate I feel like you guys it. like the off-the-cuff ones more, so we're going to try and keep it like, <laughs> this one is a little bit more researched. I think I'm probably going to put my teaching hat on more, but... Miss <laughs> <Ms>. um, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first major in college was education. I was trying to be an early childhood education. Yeah, that was my that second was major, though. That's what I wanted though, to do, so. but well, you know, God had other plans. <laughs> <laughs> for sure but today's episode it's gonna be great like we said it's gonna be full of research but it'll actually really help you because i think it can be related into this different is a topic aspects. that yeah you can do so i actually yeah, i yeah i think it'll be really good so hopefully you guys had a great week and be ready to listen to some amazing facts and dro- we're gonna drop some knowledge on y'all <laughs> wisdom <some> wisdom, wisdom. <laughs> oh, I but mean, yeah well i'm but if you're really getting the stimulus check, how many of it's really going to the savings account? Everybody should, you guys should um, ask Dave Ramsey what we should do with your stimulus check. He'd probably be like, cash it and put it in an envelope. No. But <laughs> did you do Dave Ramsey? Did I no? do? The Dave Ramsey course? No. Fiona, <gasps> you have to do Dave Ramsey. Okay. You have to put all your cash in an envelope and write the amounts on it. Um, see, I actually tried doing that once because I saw somebody do that on Love After Lockup and I tried it for one day and it didn't work because I still ended up spending money. But the point is discipline. No, I have no discipline. All right, well, (laughs) I'm ruthless about it. Or you can invest it all in Bitcoin. I'm telling you what, I bought stock in Bitcoin and it doubled, literally doubled. Like, I was just like, wow, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. I don't 100% know what Bitcoin is, but I've done enough research and Elon Musk said that it's a good investment. So to the moon we go. Circling, (laughs) circling back to Elon Musk. (laughs) <laughs> all right so the quote that we found so this week we should probably say what we're talking about that would probably help instead of all these like ominous i was gonna leave it talking. as a surprise just... <laughs> <laughs> and not that it's not gonna be in the title <laughs> does, any, does anybody read the descriptions i hope they do because it'll be in the description um no okay i don't know what what are you talking about Bianca? all right so <laughs> we're talking this, about growth mindset this week we're talking about a growth mindset so i guess the way that this topic came about, well, we'll, we'll share the quote first, right? Then we'll yeah, the quote it. first, okay. yes. Bianca, feel free. Channel your <laughs> inner Albert Einstein. <clears throat> e-, e equals MC squared. Just kidding. That's not the quote. Um, a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. I love that. Because I, love I think that. that that's so, so <laughs> important to keep in mind because I think a lot of us are so afraid to try new things because we don't want to right. fail. Right. Yeah, exactly. How many of you have really been okay with making a mistake? How many I'm, of you are perfectionists? I'm not. It's okay. All right. The <laughs> perfectionist again. <laughs> well, I feel like you're afraid sometimes of trying new oh, things. Oh, I always am. <laughs> you're but afraid like, of saying the it. wrong thing and making a mistake. You're like, <gasps> <I> <gasps> what know. if I say this? What if I this panic. person says this to me? I panic. I like to be prepared. I don't like to be caught off guard. But um, but it's but, all about but I, but I think, though, this talking about growth mindset is something that's very much acquired and developed I don't you just don't wake up and have it one day but this topic came about so last week was just like a very very difficult week um for me had to have a lot of difficult conversations at work right I think post-covid and just running a business is the most challenging thing and I think I don't 
honestly, unless you're doing it, I don't think anybody can relate right. to the level of difficulty that it has been. And so... Um, I've had to do that, too, like, so much, like, yeah. since, since we reopened. Even just in, the, in, in this year, I think it's just um, it was a matter of, like, when you're leading a team, you really have to constantly motivate others. And well, really... but I mean... I'm, I'm not, it's just like, you're not motivating others. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not going to share <laughs> like, like, not... It's exactly no, what happened. No, not details. But, yeah. but I mean, um, but just difficult conversations in general. Yeah. Like just in general, whatever it may be, you, you know, know, we had to have some difficult conversations because I think COVID has really driven everybody into just, it's a, it's a new normal, a new whirlwind, a new business matrix that you're not used to running on that you have to now run on. So, you know, it really set me into, um, a difficult spot and don't get me wrong i've had a fair share of difficult conversations but i think this one was extremely unexpected and um very difficult for me to have and i'm not gonna cry but um you know i think one of the things that came from it was my boss texted me we were going back and forth and um she was just like you know i'm always impressed with your growth mindset and i was just like why like what and and i guess it took me by surprise because I, before I had to have these conversations and talk about these things because it just broke my heart um, to have to do that. It, I listened to a podcast about like managing your emotions and, mm-hmm. and I think that I didn't even think what I was doing at the time because I was trying to set myself up to be able to um, work through something that I didn't want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a lot of us though, we see a difficult situation and we just get super angry and frustrated, which is totally like, don't get me wrong. I've all week I've been frustrated, angry. I've been like all the emotions. Um, but I think though the one that always resonates with me is just like, but what, how can I spin this into a positive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because you have to understand there's so many things that you can't control. I I can't control these business moves, right? I can't control Mm -hmm. what people do, but I can control my emotions. And so what I can do is I can figure out and I can learn how to do these things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the growth mindset that she was talking about. And I didn't even realize that I just yeah. do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys have like a poster in your office of the growth mindset? No, the one you sent me, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Because for me, yeah. For me, the whole, the whole growth mindset thing, like I know like it's just like embedded in the culture of where I'm, where I work. But in my office, I have a whole like poster yeah. that says it. But also my boss like always like recognizes every time like how much like, like you said, like your boss, she like shouted out like that you you know that you like she saw that you resonated with that like she just saw like you know you're um you know exhibiting these qualities of like a growth mindset for me I'm always positive like for me like I've never had to have as many difficult conversations as I've had because I've always been so positive more positive than anybody and so kind of like when I've had to have the difficult conversations I found myself like stooping to like a low level but then not realizing I was still positive in some shape or form but it's interesting like just like in different levels like for you like you I mean I don't know I'm not saying you're not positive all the time but like you're used to being like strict or you having to have like serious conversations oh, yeah. I'm not used to that so that's like yeah because when we were together <laughs> I had to have all the difficult conversations yeah. and I was like la-di-da everything's yeah. fine everything's positive so super growth mindset here just more so like the extra for me it's like the extra level like the extra step of like okay well like you have to have the difficult conversations to help others grow and yourself grow yeah so, but I think, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but I don't, I don't want to spin this as only adversity would mean that you can have a, a growth mindset. I think you have to move that into any area of your life, right? And so I think sometimes it just takes these unfortunate events. So last week, you know, we had to do that. And, and I think um, coming out of it, you know, I don't, there's still a lot of question marks. I mean, I think that this is going to be something I'm just like, I don't really understand. 
I still I probably never understand. But I think, though, um, it's just, you know, how can you go from here? Right. And so right. this idea of growth mindset, I've been talking about with a lot of people and it's been an interesting conversation because I think that we all want to talk about it. Right. I think a lot mm-hmm. of us just don't have the right words. And and for me, that's why, like, I enjoy doing um, talking about things so much and just like asking people like I love to know people's just like what they think about things because it kind of, they might use a language that I don't have mm-hmm. to kind of help put things in perspective. So um, as we were talking about a growth mindset, essentially, you know, as I was doing research and I, I guess in my mind really went initially to Simon Sinek. Do you know who Simon Sinek is? No. He's, um, oh, he's one of my favorite people to listen to on leadership. And I was just like, I don't want to make this about business because I understand our audience is really not, you know, always in the business world. But right. at the same time though, you know, he really has two ways that he talks about it, infinite versus finite mindset. And so finite meaning you have short-term goals, infinite, you have a vision, you have Mm -hmm. purpose. And I think that that's how I view so much of it. So I was like, we can go that route. And then I was researching and really the one that kept coming up was growth versus fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. And then I started, I kind of stepped back and I was like, you know what? Like I get it. And I said, I think so many of us, if last year was any sort of indication, it's how many of us are in a fixed mindset, right? Like normal, normal, normal. I want to do my routine. I want to do these things. And don't get me wrong. I'm right in that category with everybody. (laughs) I'm not saying that like this is, but I think it pushed us outside of our comfort zone to be growth minded. And so I think kind of for this, it was an interesting thing to research and look at and understand like growth versus fixed mindset. And how that really just kind of goes into like everyday life, adversity or not. I think adversity, it really shines through which one you're going to attend to. But I think just growth mindset, having that in everyday situations is extremely important. Yeah. And I think it's so cool too. Like obviously like for me, like I was already aware of the growth mindset model. But for you like researching it and kind of it's like the same thing of like what my company is like set out. It's really cool to kind of just see that kind of. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I had a different understanding (laughs) of it. But again, I mean, I've just used different um, resources with it, right? Yeah. I think, and yeah. that's, and you can use your own resources and do what yeah. you want. For me, Simon Sinek has always resonated, and that's exactly mm. where my, my, my where my mind went to. <laughs> What's happening for me? Yeah, no, for me, it's always yeah, just literally my boss. <laughs> my yeah. my my boss is like huge on growth mindset, so it's yeah. great. <laughs> but I think it's important, especially in a business, oh, especially oh, now in a business world. Jesus, like <laughs> everything is growth, but yeah. um. So essentially, you know, we'll get into just like the general definitions, right? A growth mindset. People believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just the starting point. This creates a level of learning and resilience that is essential for a great accomplishment. Um, And I think a fixed mindset assumes our character, intelligence, and creative ability are static, which gives that we can't change in any way and success is the affirmation of that inherent intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting though, because again, if you put it in perspective of, mm, how do I say this? Infinite versus finite, right? So I, the two are, they're, they're yeah. very married. Well, finite in a way. is almost they're, they're like, very, like stag- oh, it's like stagnant. Like you stay in one spot. Right. They're, they're very parallel in the sense of just like a fixed mindset is essentially kind of like your finite mindset in the way of, right? Like this is just so this is it. That's how, how I think yeah. of it. Right. It's just like, you have certain goals, and once you hit goal A, B, C, D, then you feel accomplished, mm-hmm. but you're not realizing that you're not growing your mind, you're just right. growing your goals. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think then an infinite mindset would parallel to the growth because you're actually viewing the purpose yeah. and kind of like your vision, and you're pursuing that further. And I think for me, that's that's what you have to, and of course, finite and in, in, um, like the, the fixed mindset, mm, 
I'm probably going to not use that like example to, to keep talking about them. But again, this is how it makes sense for me. So if any of you have listened to Simon Sinek, this probably resonated with you. But I think the infinite mindset, you know, of just like having those short term goals is good. But if you're really trying to attain what your vision is, and that's different, right? Like vision is probably similar to purpose. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I think, you know, you want to grow toward your purpose. Yeah. But the question is how many of us know our purpose, right? How many yeah. of us know the vision? We all have right. small, we have short-term goals. We all do, right? right. Like, But I think any, the way to get to your purpose is really, I mean, growth mindset helps you get to that because you have to really think outside of yourself. A hundred percent. And, and but that's but it's it's hard because then it's like it becomes like you have to accept feedback right like when right. people tell you things like for example this morning my brother texted me something that he didn't like an episode <laughs> with my podcast and I'm not gonna lie you guys I went off like I just all I morning I was like Mary it's fine like see the perfect example of fixed I know I went I, I was went like it's off. fine like you know what just take it at face value it's fine because everybody's gonna have an opinion you're like no it's not okay it's unacceptable what but i mean but and then i was just like all right ben and i have two brothers so i don't really i just shout out to ben um who's like in california he's been california at 6 maybe he will feature him on an episode like (laughs) zoom call i don't know that he would do that mr marine over there um (laughs) if we ever feature one of her brothers on the episode make sure you send lots of feedback (laughs) <laughs> right especially if it's Ben <laughs> um, but uh, Michael just has a billion followers on Instagram you guys can go follow him but anyhow so yes um but the, yeah but yeah how that feedback like, yeah but the, but the it. feedback and I was just so heated and then you know and then he sent me his thing and once I calmed down I read it and I was just like you know what makes sense right like it was valid but I think that's the thing it's like I had to move myself out of this perspective that like you know it was it was blocking me from receiving what he was saying and he was correct in what he was saying I just didn't like the way that he delivered it because if you met my brother he's extremely blunt like it's just it is what it is he's very he's very smart and he literally like contradicted some of my like the facts that I shared and he was just like I get it but did you and I was just like "Mm, sometimes I forget how smart you are but um but yes I mean but that is actually in a weird way I do enjoy that because I like to be challenged i just don't like the way that it happens does that make sense <laughs> yeah like i mean yeah that's fine i think I, I i think i can relate the same way just because when i get certain feedback and if i'm not in the right state of mind i'll accept it kind of weird like i know for example for me hmm. like it can be f- wonder when that would have happened because <laughs> especially like if i have to deliver it too then i'll literally deliver it especially like in that state of mind be like oh they're out to get me. They're out to just critique me. But I'm really good at getting feedback. But sometimes if it like I feel like it questions my like um, intelligence or anything like that or whatever. If I were well, past- I will say though, you've really grown in the way that you've received feedback, right? Because I think when <laughs> Beyond and I first worked together, Homegirl would block my calls, if, and I was just like, "Excuse me." Well, first of all, you called me 24 times a day. I did because we had a lot going on. It's okay, but yeah, but and that's but it was like you were like my right hand. To of be course, fair. you I had know. to be. You were. It was hard for me. Yeah, I think you were like. So we have to move this purse to this wall because it just we have to do it. Like I was just like, no, <laughs> we're not doing it. And then we also had like other well, we had like other people too that like it was like the same thing. It was like a whole chain. Like nobody can receive feedback very well. It well, it's hard, right? It's hard. So it's think hard. about it. You spend so long working on something. You you guys are so excited to show me, and so often I would literally look at somebody. And I was like, oh my gosh, it looks amazing. I would look at Beyond and like fix it, make it better, goodbye. Like it was just like because she oh, yeah. knew what I meant, right? Yeah. And so that was my thing I'm just like fix it make it better I got things to do um yeah but it was it was all again 
against this idea of like, you know, but at the same time, though, I really was doing Bianca a disservice because I wasn't growing her, right? Like yeah, I was You were just, telling me, like, do this because I need you to do this. Like, right. I was just yeah. like, just fix it and make it better. Yeah. And so I think that that's the difficult part to sit in because growing means that we have to, like, I think, show some sort of, like, vulnerability or insecurity mm-hmm. and really kind of it's be like, hard. okay. And it's, it's so hard. Yeah. Especially when you put so much time and effort yeah. into something. And I think something like this podcast, you know, like, of course I... <laughs> I want feedback, but some of it, it's difficult for me to hear. And I take it extremely personally because again, I think, and you know, and I told Bianca, I was like, I, I made this rule like a, a while ago, but I was just like, <laughs> like you know, a while ago being like five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I made it a while ago. I just didn't tell you, <laughs> no, okay. but it <laughs> was, kidding. you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird to put something out there and have people be able to critique right. it. And that's your guys's right for sure. Like, have your opinions, do your things. But I think the difference for a podcast for me is just like, you know, if you're doing something of a live audience, you immediately see the reaction, right? So you know whether it's like good or bad. Podcast, we have no idea. So people will just like quietly send in their feedback later. And if I don't like it, I'm just like, well, you know, we mm-hmm. thought it was great. But I think though we have to understand that there's a different way of thinking. And so, so many of us really surround ourselves with these echo chambers, right? So we really feed our fixed mindset in a sense because you surround yourself with people who think the same talk the same, look the same, do the same things. And then all of a sudden when you're in a situation that requires you to think differently or think outside the box or potentially put yourself into somebody else's shoes, right? You're talking about a growth mindset. Mm. And then you're like, okay, but wait, how do I navigate this? How do I do this? Because you're so used to your echo chamber, right? You're so used to being around people who are the exact same way as you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that we are so guilty of in the society, myself included, right? Like having myself, I'm like, you know, there are certain news outlets that I'll watch because I like the way they give the news, right? Or there are certain things, there are certain people I follow because I totally agree with what they say. The difficult part is like, you know, I think sitting down with like somebody who really is like a different, just different than you and really ask them why. But I think the battle that becomes, can you really accept their feedback, right? And, And can you sit there and be like, okay, like that's a good point without getting super defensive. And I think that that is the growth mindset mentality. Well said. Well said. So the formula. <laughs> I love this formula. Isn't you it today. so cool? We were talking about it today. Hallie gave it to me. She's like, I have a bracelet that says it. I'm like, I have, I have so much to learn from you. Um, mm-hmm. But anyhow, so E plus R equals O. And some of you may have heard this. Um, I never have. But event <laughs> plus response equals outcome. So E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. Mm-hmm. So basically events happen. You can't control them, but you can control your response and then essentially the outcome, right? So I think the the one exercise that you can do with this that I think would be beneficial um, is, you know, draw a circle. And I know that sounds like super, but I think if you really want to get what we're doing out of this, draw a circle inside the circle, draw the things you can control, right? Control your controllable. So you can control how much money you spend. You can control... Um, you know, who, who you hang out with. You right. can control what you do for your leisure activities. You can control how much Netflix, TV time, whatever it is. But you can't control, like, the weather. And right. Like, so outside out of somebody. the circle, then you put the things you can't control, which would you, you cannot control, which would be, like, unemployment, right? right. The weather, um, certain, like, I, the pandemic. Right. The, Life events that the, are the out of president, The president's <laughs> decisions, right? Like, those are the things that we can't control. Somehow, I think that we've put them in our head that we can, right? Now, I'm not talking about, like, global warming. I'm not talking about, like, listen, I'm not I'm not Al Gore. I'm not trying to get on that train. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think but there's the, things, yeah, there's things you can't control, like. 
But I think it's just like inside your circle, right? So how can you control the things in your life to make them better, right? So control your controllable. So I can control whether or not I get up and go to the gym in the morning. Do I choose not to? Always. Do I choose to go to later class because it makes more sense? Yeah, because I just don't like to get up in the mornings. I'm not a morning person. I never have been. I don't think I ever will be. But I think, though, those are the things that, like, you have to understand that you have control over that. But so often we complain about the things that we can control versus not, right? Because it's, I think it's just easy because it's easy to um, put, I, actually, no, we don't like to put blame on ourselves. Like, it's not like uh-huh. our fault. That, yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that brings me to my next point. So, we like to blame it on other things. but Yeah, like, so uh, when we're talking yeah. about the two mindsets, so when you have the equation, E plus R equals O, right? So when you're talking about your outward outcome, the fixed mindset would be the first to blame, defend, mm-hmm. and complain. And I think, like, take my example today, right? Like, that's 100% what I did with my brother. I was just like, you should have done this, and I da-da-da-da, and then I'm just going to complain, and I texted Biana because it was, like, kind of early-ish in the morning, and I was like, she'll be up. But um, <laughs> I'm always up. I'm I know. Fire. I'm always up, too. I never sleep. It's, like, ridiculous. But <laughs> anyhow, so I think, but that is initially our response, right? And so that, I had a fixed mindset in that example. Growth would look at it, opportunities, solutions, and development. And I think that that is so much harder because, right, we always want to go to the blame, defend, uh, all the, mm-hmm. the complain, right? It's easy to do those. <laughs> and to be fair, our society is really praising people who complain right now. Like, <laughs> we, cancel we, culture. We, I mean, we are. It's just, you know, we're, compl- we're praising people who complain, who have something to say, instead of, like... And there's a difference between complaining and solution well, oriented Because I think it's because nobody's trying to uplift each other. I think that's the thing. I think everybody's trying to bring each other down instead of uplifting each other. And that's yeah, why we're there's trying so much to uplift each other in a weird way. I don't really think it's working no, for anybody. I, no, I, that's that's why it's not even uplifting anymore. Right. <laughs> they but, think that's what it is. They don't have the right definition of how to do it. But I think, though, it's easy. I think it's just really take a look at our society from a whole, right? And I think that's what I really try to do because I want to inherently understand things, right? And so... I think I see so much of this going on, especially in myself. And so I think you have to understand that when you have things, adversities, things that don't, you know, that that are, and, and there's a variance of things that happen, right? Like I'm not talking about like losing your job or losing a loved one or something. Mm-hmm. Like those are very extremely difficult things. But I think like, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic, right? Like that, I mean, <laughs> that is one that everybody will probably lose their minds over. And I think right. it's because... We're always in a rush to go somewhere. We're always right. always thinking. But what you can control is your reaction. Right. Which that is hard. That is a hard <laughs> one to like really like control yourself when you're driving. For me, exactly. that, is, that is very difficult. I do have road rage. Well, yeah. Earlier today, I was trying to park backwards and um, there was a group of like four people just walking around trying to get hit by a car and I was trying to park and they were watching me park and I ran up on the curb and I was just like on the phone like, ah, these people. I'm like, it wasn't But you were fault. on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know of course at that time I was like it's not my fault it's their fault that right I can't well do that's this. what I'm saying right, it's right. just like but when you look at yeah. it you're on the phone right, right like, yeah so I was like distracted yeah and, and I think though but that's but those are the things I think we're really good at great example yeah at, at just like putting people at blame yeah. and so stop doing it guys take a look at yourself well, I mean <laughs> no, we but... need to stop doing it first before well, we go to we... them but <laughs> but anyhow but you know so I think when you're talking about this, right, it's just this, again, the, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Right. So go into how to maintain a growth mindset. Yeah. So how to maintain a growth mindset would be, you know, thrives on challenges and see failure as not evidence of unintelligence, but as heartening springboard for growth and stretching your abilities. 
And I think that that's a good, a big one because now I really do see such a switch in our society of we're not allowing people to change their minds once they learn new information, right? So this is something I've been seeing more frequently. So I think that most of us lived in a fixed mindset and we don't know it, right? So growth mindset is really looking at something and seeing the outcome and adjusting your mindset to fix that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So if we're looking, so I I think just how to maintain a growth mindset, right? So if you're looking at the E plus, um, the just like B equation. E plus R equals O. Yeah, sorry. I was like, I was was trying to keep my train of thought. I've lost my train of thought like 50 times today. Welcome. Um, but, But anyhow, so if you're trying to keep the E plus R equals O like formula, Going into a growth mindset, here are some, I think, just how to maintain that, right? When Mm -hmm. you're looking at your, like, opportunity, what would that look like? Acknowledge and embrace imperfections. Hiding from your weakness means you'll never overcome them. Love that. How many of us really um, admit when we're not doing something right or just acknowledge, like, that we have flaws? And at that point, it's like, for me personally, like, I know I didn't realize that until I needed to ask for help with something, like... For example, with me at work, like just asking for my boss, like asking for help from my boss with something. I was like, oh, no, I know how to do all this. I'm good. And then like it's really being vulnerable, right? It is 100%. I did a leadership thing for all of the team members and I asked everybody to send in what they felt like their opportunity was. And you're going to hear me say opportunity, not weakness, because (laughs) I genuinely feel like weakness is something that you can't improve upon. So I always say opportunity, what their opportunities were. And everybody through and through sent in vulnerability. And I think that that's so hard, especially in the workplace, because you want to be seen as this person who has has all the answers. But I think at some point you have to understand that you have more to learn, right? There's always more right. to learn. Well, because yeah, I think there's a fear of just being like when, because I think we're so used to people being let go because of like knowledge that they don't have or some skills that they're lacking. Right, right. So they're afraid like, oh, like if I, if I'm, if I'm vulnerable to the fact that like, I don't know as much as I say I do, then like, I'm going to be the first one to get cut. For sure. Well, and I, yeah, and I think especially now, it's just everybody right. feels like it's like the Hunger Games. Like, right. So, like, you know, God forbid you don't know something. Life. Right. <laughs> um, but I think it's important, though, because you, you're you not going to overcome something that you continually hide from. Right. right? So, um, that's one. Number two, view challenges as opportunities. I personally love a challenge. I mm-hmm. love a challenge. I thrive off challenges. I actually get very frustrated when I don't feel challenged by a lot of yeah. people. Well, sometimes even like the um, environment you find yourself can be a challenge or like, yeah, uh, yeah, like obstacles being thrown your way. Like, like I honestly, like last week, like I'm <laughs> telling you what guys, like it was just like the wrench that I wasn't expecting. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was, it was extremely challenging. I think it was challenging me from like, just to keep my mind going straight mm-hmm. and, and it's just, but how do you do this? Like, what do you do? And yeah. what I do when I feel like things are out of control is like, you know, we like, we'll clean or we'll work out or something like the things yeah. that we, we do when we're in control, right? Again, like circle right. versus out of circle. You do the things that are in your circle because you can, right. right? Like, you know, Jenna and I, like, we just went on like this cleaning spree and it was just, you know, like we were just like finding all this stuff and I was like, but it's what you do when you feel out of control. Yeah. I, I just started um, binge watching American Horror Story again. So. Ooh. Season one murder house, right? Uh, well, I already, I mean, well, I love season one. No, I started back up from Hotel because that's where I left oh, off. And, yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. American Horror Story yeah. is weird, but it's good. I love it's it. So, so that's, weird. My mind's been living there. That's a very dark place. <laughs> it's been helping me. Well, you know, my, my mind's always kind of in a dark place, so it's been helping me kind of get out of okay. the dark place. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, number three, try learning different tactics 
There's no one size fits all model for learning. And I do talk about this a lot at work, right? So I'll talk about different learning styles. I always ask people, what is your learning style? Because I want to be able to cater to that. Most people don't know it. And I think there's, there's, I always send out assessments and things like that. But I think ultimately knowing your learning style, right? Like I'm an audio information learner. So for me, listening to information, like listening to like the whys and all of that makes so much more sense to me than actually just like doing something. Like I have to understand what, what helps you figure out your learning tactic though. Like what, like what helped you figure that out? Cause I mean, for some people, like they may yeah. be like, they might not know how, like the assessments that you said that you sent so out. So like, the assessments kind? I think are, you can literally Google them, but I also think just like pick, pick something, pick a current issue, right? A current something that's going on and look at like how you would actually like work through that and whatever. So it's just like, so what's your first go-to, right? So that's a huge clue. I'm going to go to a book, right? You, you're an information learner, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to go to a podcast. I'm an auditory learner. Or I'm going to go to um, like a DIY project and figure out like I'm going to make something for it, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to make um, like, let's say, I don't know, like a, you're trying to figure out how to, uh, we'll just say something at work, right? Like how to improve your numbers, right? So you're going to make a flow chart. You're going to make some sort of like art project. You're a kinesthetic learner. And so I think your first go-to is a good uh, kind of just like initiation for what your learning style is. Mm-hmm. And then I think, too, just think on what makes the most sense to you, right? So for yeah. a lot of people, I'll hand them a packet and they'll look at me like I have four heads and I'm like, okay, this is not the way you do it, right? <laughs> but like, we'll go right. out and do it and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's do this. And then they're like, okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh, most people in our field, especially, are very hands-on kinesthetic learners. They're not information learners. I would say about 80-20, to be honest with you, with all, mm-hmm. the, all the different things that I've done. But to really find that, I think, is so important in understanding how you perceive information and how you receive it, because then you're going to be able to actually relay it and teach it so much better. Yeah. I love, yeah. Does that answer the question? Yes. I love this next one. I actually, I, I feel like I find myself doing this a lot. Replace the word failing with the word learning. Mm. When you make a mistake or fail sh- or fall short of a goal, you haven't failed, you've learned. I feel like every time I get any kind of feedback from my boss, like, Oh, you know, or she'll tell her like, you know, so-and-so like, you know, something happened, whatever, but you know what? It's a learning moment. You know, we, we figure, you know, we realize there's some opportunities here and we're, it's just a learning moment. That's, that's like all I say all the time, a learning moment, but really it does change the, um, the outlook I think, on that too. Well, even just like think about weakness versus opportunity, yeah. right? Like if you change your vocabulary, the words don't feel as intense. And so mm-hmm. I think learning versus failing is huge because I think you have to look at every failure as a learning opportunity right. or you're going to sit there and feel like you failed, right? Right, because if somebody says, oh, you failed, then you're not going to want to learn more. It's just, right. it you're brings you down stop. to that. I mean, right. And I think, or go back to just our beginning quote, right? A person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just the thing. We're always afraid to do it, but you, you're you never going to, one, one of the things that I, you know, I've talked about before is just like fail forward, right? You have to fail forward. You have to learn. You have to move. You have to grow. Like there's going to be some things that we're going to do. Like even on this podcast, you guys are going to be like, <laughs> I would have rather them not. And that's okay. But like, you know, that's how you learn. That's how you grow, mm-hmm. right? And I think that we have to adjust our mindset to, again, this growth mentality instead of this fixed, because if you're fixed, you're going to give up, you're going to quit. Right. And that's going to be super unfortunate because I promise you, like, there's so many good things that can happen if we just give something just a little bit of chance, you know? Right. You never know where you're going to end up. You never know. Um, number six, stop seeking <laughs> approval. I looked at Mary so hard just now. It's dark. <laughs> she saw me. But... I, yeah, this one is, I need to work on for me. Yeah. Um, 
But I think that this one is honestly probably most people can resonate with it. You want to do well. You want to make people proud, right? right? You so want to be us, celebrated. Yeah. So many of us have a circle where you want, I think, to look at the people around you and then be like, I'm so proud. And that makes, that gives, that's fulfilling, right? Like that's fulfilling for me. But I think at the same time, though, I have to understand there's going to be things that I'm going to do that only make sense for me and not for some other people, right? And uh-huh. that's okay. But I think, again, you have to be very grounded in your why and your purpose and in your vision because, again, if you have this infinite mindset, like this growth mindset, then you're going to be able to ground yourself a lot quicker than if it's just these very standardized goals. Yeah. Um, value the process over the end result. Intelligent people enjoy the learning process and don't mind it when it continues beyond an expected time frame. I think um, definitely, I mean, it's all about the process, like getting to the end, like achieving your goals and everything is so good, but getting there is so much more fun because you, you I mean, realize well, how much I you learn along the way. I think that there's, right, I mean, even when I moved to Columbus, ugh, like the roller coaster that was ahead of me, I would have never <laughs> in a million years expected it to be so incredibly difficult and challenging. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I honestly, and I will say this, I don't regret a single day. I've learned more in four years than I have in most. And, and you know, it's it's like somebody asked me this. They were, you know, we were talking, it was spin class. And they were like, you know, if you could go back, because it was like, a, this is like a, the anniversary of like COVID, all yeah. the stuff that was happened. Was it during your explicit um, Hannah Montana <sighs> spin class? <laughs> no. I went to a caveat story. I went to a spin class after, you know, last week. It was like, I don't know. I, I sometimes struggle with, what to do with my emotions so I just do what I know how to do and that's usually go work out so um I went there and I was she put like explicit in the bio and I was like great I'm gonna be able to work out to like Cardi B or something and just like you know very like I don't know music that gets you going literally you guys she played a Hannah Montana song and I'm like what am I was like I know it's been a long day am I hallucinating like what's going on (laughs) and I'm like and then she played Selena Gomez I'm like I think we need to rethink the word explicit and what we're actually giving out to people because I was expecting something different and now I'm just irritated even more um but anyhow so yeah I think you know anyhow the the original thing was she was asking you know she asked me she's like if you knew what you knew now a year like let's say it was this time last year what would you do different and I was just like nothing nothing Because you know what? Like, that made me who I am. The experiences make you who you are. And I think if you live with regret, you're going to be miserable. You will. Because then you're always going to be thinking about what if, what if, what if. But you can't go back and change the past. All you can do is just, like, you know, the thing about, like, the rearview mirror versus the, like, the the window seat, right? Like, in a car. You can't look in the rearview mirror. You have to look out the, the front window. And I think so many of us live in the rearview mirror. We sit there in our past mistakes and think, what if? And I'm not going to lie. I ask myself every day, what if I didn't move to Columbus and go through this? What if I didn't do mm-hmm. this? What if I What if I said no to an opportunity? What right. if I did all these things? But I wouldn't be where I am. Now, right. do I understand why I'm here? No. But, <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, it's not my place to know right now. Right. I mean, I've yeah, I've, I found myself really thinking about it, too. It took me a while to except like just my past and things like that but like you said like well if you if you think about you know changing anything too then you're not going to be where you're at now and who knows if that would be a better path like the thing is everything that you go through I mean every for me you know my motto is everything happens for a reason but you literally are on a path where you make certain choices to get to where you're at but you're destined to be somewhere in particular and everything you do gets you to where you're at so everything you're doing is right you're not doing anything wrong it's crazy how I like ended up in Columbus like the reason was because like you know I took on a bunch of projects and I said yes to a ton of stuff and then I was just like okay what's one more 
And so I think, you know, even how I end up in Pittsburgh, right? Like, there's so many what ifs. And I think in, when, when I play that game, I end up in a really bad place because I'm just like, what if I did this? What if I didn't do this? And, and I was talking to Erica the other day and um, she was just like, don't, don't start. She's like, because then you're not going to get out of this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's just so many things. And like, do I know what is ahead of me? No. no. Just accept it. Just accept that there's something that you're on the path to greatness and you're on the, you know, you're on the path. You're making the choices you got to make. And, to you know, greatness. Wow. Yeah. You have a lot of faith in me. I do. Um, We're all destined for greatness. None of us are destined for failure. We're I all know. destined for greatness. Well, but I think, but that's, but I think you have to learn again how to switch your mistakes into opportunities. And again, and I spoke about it last time in cancel culture in a very joking way, but at the same time, though, like, you know, we need to stop, I think, demoralizing people for making a mistake, right? Because I mm-hmm. think at the end of the day, it's really, really hurtful. Like, we can make a joke about it all day and, like, laugh and be like, it's the dumbest thing. But, again, it's a really hurtful way to live your life because we're not accepting people who are just like, you know what? Like, I messed up, right? Like, it is what it is. Like, it, you know. Because nobody's perfect. Right. We reference Hannah Montana. <laughs> Um, that was so great. <laughs> you were so proud too. Like she looked I mean, at me like she was thinking about this for like a minute. Honestly, you know what's funny? I really like as much as I want to own the fact that I was trying to reference her. I really didn't. I was really like after the fact. I was like, wow, look at me. Um, but yeah, but I think you know it's it's continuing on with when you don't know the time frame. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a really hard thing for our society to live in, right? Like, we all want the things. We all want, by the time you're 30, you need to have X, yeah. Y, and Z. But, like, you don't, right? I think everybody's on a different path. Some people, their path may warrant them in an earlier age, but that doesn't make you behind or It just means that whatever you're destined for, you just got to choose path something, all, right? right? Well, it's like even when somebody, you know, they're like, do you want to have kids? And I'm like, but no. The question is... Do, and, and of course, well, I mean, yes, I do want to have kids. I'm not saying no, but I think, you know. Am, yes. I a, am I at a point in my life right now where I feel like I'm ready for that? But no, but it's our, do you want the lifestyle that comes with kids? Right. right. That's the question. And I think that's yeah. the thing. A lot People of us don't, like, don't understand. It. It's like, do you want do you want kids? Yes, of course. But you have to understand that once you have a child, your, your whole life, life is flipped upside down. Like, you know, I can book a spin class whenever I want to right now. I'm not going to be able to do that. I can go to a movie whenever I want to. I can go out to dinner at freaking midnight with my friends you know what i mean like condados it's the only place that's open here i swear <laughs> skip to the next one yeah nine emphasis okay. growth over speed yeah um and i think that again we just kind of really talked about yeah that, we right really did, so yeah. it's it mean it's just you know keeping in mind that your timeline doesn't it's have different. to look somebody else's yeah. and that's okay um number 10 cultivate grit and i love this because you know what i personally in our society I, I don't really see grit being something that's spoken about, nor do I see a lot of people really like, and, and I'm don't get me wrong. I work with hardworking people all day. I, there's so many people on my staff who work two jobs, have families, you know what I mean? Like do the things. But I think just as a whole, we don't have a conversation about like really working. It's just like you owe me $15 an hour because you owe me $15 an hour. Yeah. Or you owe me a promotion because I've been here for a year. Like, no, I talk with people all the time and I'm like, okay, if you want a promotion, tell me three reasons why I should promote you. And they're like, well, because I've been here for a year. Nope. Right. Because I get along with the team. Nope. Because I show up on time. Nope. Right. So I think it's just, again, it's like, do you, are you really going to, and, and what I look for personally over just qualifications are just, are you a hard worker? Are you passionate about what you do? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be here? Are you going to make a mistake? A hundred percent. But right. at the same time, are you going to come to me and be like, how can we do this together? Right. right? Or even consistency, like consistency, yeah. consistency in your work consistency in your behavior and passion and determination it's huge. And well i mean even like this last week i've i like 
sent a thing to my team. I was just like, I'm so, so, and I just like sat in my car and that's, I mean, literally you guys, I spent so much time just sitting in my car because I just, I have so much to process. And, and I think until you really like, you know, run, have run a business, you have no idea how difficult it is. But I think though, a lot of times I'll just sit in my car and just think because I have so much to process. Like I just, I, and I have to process information because I don't want it to come out the incorrect way or whatever, but um, or it just comes out very triggered <laughs> and it's not fair to anybody because I'm just giving like emotional reactions. Like I listen to a podcast on emotional reactions because I can say the wrong thing sometimes. Actually, all the time I say the wrong thing. But, but you know, I think it's just like understanding that you need time to process information. But I was like, I'm just so incredibly lucky to have who I have on my team who's actually willing to just be like, what do you need me to do? Like mm-hmm. came in on their day off, like just stepped up. I'm not going to get emotional. It's been an emotional week, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I don't know. It's just... We'll like, change the subject. It's but fine. anyhow, but... Yeah, but so I think cultivate though, but, grit. So... But grit, but I think just being hardworking and passionate exactly. is, is important. Yes. Dion is, like, so over... It's okay. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> help emotions. you not get emotional. I know. Um, take um, ownership over... See, yep, you're taking ownership over see, your attitude. See? There you go. Wow. And it's, not, and it's not that I have an attitude. I no. think I'm just, like, and I'm very passionate... And I want everything to do well, right? I I'm want everything way. that I do to do well. You are, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I've cried so many times. Literally, I'd be on the phone with my boss <laughs> or she'll literally, I think there's been so many times we've had our touch base in my office. I'll sit there in tears. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, Jenny, it's okay. Like, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm just like, I'm so passionate about my team and all this. She's like, yeah, you're like a mama bear. It's fine. And it's Literally, great. we are like parents. I don't think anybody <laughs> understands like how much we have to sit there and be like, okay, you were late, so let's go over. So why do we feel like being late is not good, right? Like, I, I honestly, at all times, I feel like I have 15 children. But I mean, it's... <laughs> It's, I really, like, I, really, I do, but, like, we love to watch them grow and get promoted, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys are doing amazing. Like, oh, yes, yeah, listen, That's I mean, it. like, it's, I, I get so, when somebody on my team asks me to write them a letter of recommendation, I love that, because I love to be able to brag about, like, all of the progress that they've made, you know what I mean, and it's just from that level. It's good people to brag about. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you no, what, no, I have no, a great team. Oh, we, yeah. we had we both, a great team, though, too. We did, but. yeah. We both have great teams now because we're great leaders and we cultivate a team of greatness. Well, i <laughs> got to be honest with you guys. It's my team. I, I'm, I, Every time I go into a store, <laughs> this is what I do. I pray and the right people show up. I'm not going to take any credit for that because there's no – I'm not taking any credit for that because I'm not kidding you. Some of these people just literally showed up out of the blue. They're like, hey, I like live five minutes down the road. I just want to apply. I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. Um, but, no, my team is a total godsend because every – before I take over any team, anything, I pray and the right people show up. I'm not taking any credit for that at all. But what I will say, though, is I think it's important to understand that, you know – when you have a team like that that you're leading, it's super important to be, you know, have an understanding, a self-awareness, right? Mm. So, like, how many times that I'm, like, I'm going to go in the office? Or it's, like, but you guys can read it on my face. So I have one of the girls on my team. She's, like, Mary, do you need a Diet Coke? I'm, like, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> like, it's, like, because that's, like. Same thing for me with the Starbucks. You know what I need? Donald Trump had a Diet Coke button. How do I get oh one my of those? Gosh. Anyway. <laughs> how do no. I, let me know oh if anybody gosh. knows. We calculated it. Fun fact, how many Diet Cokes he had in his four years. Oh, my gosh. It was like 9,000 or something. Actually, no, I think it was more than that. And then I was, no, I don't remember. But anyhow, it was a it was a big number. And I was like, I think, I don't know how he's alive. <laughs> I was like, I that's mean, so much Diet Coke. You could just get that button. That Remember Staples had the easy button? Well, that's what I'm just saying. Make, just, do, just buy that and that's it. And that's Make fine. it a Diet Coke button. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I think and once you develop a growth mindset, you own it. And um, 
it lets you acknowledge yourself as someone who possesses a growth mentality and you know just be proud yeah. be proud to let it guide well, you be, I, yeah and i think and you know overall i think that that is really you have to be able to own whether you have a growth or fixed mindset and really own how you're going to continue that because i think at the end of the day nobody else can own that but you right, right. so like so i we can sit here and have conversations about learning styles and you know growth or fixed mindset are you visionary are you finite versus infinite thinker we can tell you all the things but it's up to you to really be able to control what's in your circle yeah. and control your reactions and be right. self-aware and help inspire others too and help inspire That's others a big and part think, of growth mindset too just inspiring is. others and not being threatened and by I other success Again, well, I think it's just being humble and being like, okay, mm-hmm. how can I use what I know to help somebody else, right? And I, the key word there is being humble because I don't think a lot of us no. step back and have some humility. Well, and I, honestly, and I struggle with that too because, yeah. you know, there's so many times, even like I'm, we're doing um, an outline on Brene Brown's Dare to Lead book. And there's a lot of stuff that I'm actually going to need help from to learn and I think though it's willing to be stand out or like you know we're doing the strength finders test and that's something that I want to teach but I think it's being able to sit back and say I don't know everything about the strength finder so I'm going to reread the book and I'm going to get all this material and I'm going to learn but I think it's understanding that you have to be humble enough because otherwise you're not going to receive the information mm-hmm. you know what I mean so there's so much good that can come from it but at the same time though I do think that having a growth mindset is more than just um being open, quote unquote, I think it really is being saying yes, saying yes to um, the E plus R equals O and like the weird little acronyms of things that we're going to give you in the accolades. <laughs> but I think, but those accolades I think are important because it gives you a formula to think about. And I know for me that that actually helps when I have stressful situations come mm-hmm. Because then you can really sit down and be like, how do I handle this? Right? You have, you really have two perspectives. Yeah. So. Just having the drive to, improve yourself that's the biggest thing like if you have that drive and that's it and i mean nobody else can give that drive but you and it's Mm -hmm. you know and that is i think such such a looked after quality that so many people want to hire that just sometimes you know and and, and i can tell right away oh please i can tell like it's you know it it just (laughs) it depends like you know how do you show up for your interview you know yeah (laughs) you know definitely i know for me like the biggest thing just going i mean just recapping you know just kind of going for me like Definitely. I think changing, like I said, changing your vocabulary and just using, you know, opportunities and learnings instead of failures and weaknesses, that's huge. It changes. I think I just saw something earlier today on TikTok because I've been starting to watch TikTok more. But it was something like, you know, when you change that, um, those phrases and those words, it just puts that out to the universe and your everything just starts changing. Same thing, like if you're saying like, oh, I'm broke or something like that if you say i can't afford this right now or i'm temporarily broke or something like that it changes the whole perspective of that right yeah oh 100 percent. well i think it's but it's your vocabulary it's your vernacular it's how you look mm-hmm. at situations so yeah let's say you're gonna look at like a situation um i don't know just like some some heavy news right like unemployment i suppose and you're gonna say this is terrible this sucks da, da, da. Mm-hmm. everybody owes me the government owes me whatever but at the same time though you're looking at it from the victim perspective, right? In the victim mindset. And while it sucks, it's out of your circle, right? So what can you control? You can control how you manage your money. You can control what you do with the time that you have. You can control, you know, updating your resume, all of those things. And I think that that is sometimes where, and I'm not saying don't be disappointed. Sit in the disappointment, right? Like, but I think that- Discipline yourself. <laughs> but, Yell at yourself. Well, but I mean- <laughs> I, I failed today, but you know what? I'm not going to use the word fail. 
no, I gave myself I mean, some learnings today. But you know what I mean. I think <laughs> no, it's just like, it's just like how the vocabulary, you, which is why there are certain things that I do change in vocabulary around me because I, I'm a big believer that when you talk about your weakness, it implies it puts it into no existence growth, too, right? Like, and it's yeah. just like there's no growth. And I think that we do such a good job of like this is your weakness instead of this is your opportunity. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and I everybody thinks I'm nuts, but I'm just like, but watch those little things, just how they how they switch and how much better you feel about your exactly, doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so yeah, no, I think overall, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great recap of just like just overall like the fixed versus growth mindset i mean growth mindset is like where you want to be you don't want to be in a fixed mindset that's like that's that would be a fail like the only time we're going to use the word fail is like being if you're going to be in a fixed mindset so definitely growth mindset means being positive and seeing that you know there are there is room for improvement and you can continue to drive yourself to that and just learn from your opportunities learn from your mistakes and just keep growing don't be threatened by others be inspired by others, inspire others too. And I think that's the thing. And I think we have to do a better job of being inspired by others because I know there are some people, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I've had my fair share of being threatened, quote unquote, by people yeah. who I felt like were farther along or who had mm-hmm. um, more connections. And so like, you know, but at the same time, I'm telling you, what, I've, I've played the politics game and I literally, I'm just like, I'm never doing it again because well, it is the most exhausting trying yeah. to get everybody to like you. Right. It was the most exhausting yeah. thing I've ever done because yeah. I finally, and I just like broke down and I was just like, I don't no. really care. I was like, you suck. You suck. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, I think like, the biggest thing, I think, we, I don't know if you and I just talked about this or whatever, or whoever it was. I think it was you and I, I think we talked about this before one of our episodes, but at the end of the day too, like even whether you're, I mean, if you're running a store or wherever, like if you're trying to build a team of people together, whether it's like a team of like, just like a team, let's say you're playing a sport or whatever, like it goes to anything. You always want to surround yourself with people who are better than you because it helps you strive for better. Because if you're, if you're better than everybody, then who are you going to look up to? Because you're not going to look up to yourself. And I think, and that's what I see so frequently, you know, I'll have conversations with people and I'm like, okay, who's the best in your team? Me. No. <laughs> no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even say that anymore. It's not, even I, know, I know, but I mean, but like, they're not going to outright say it, but it's like they struggle or they don't think they have room to grow. I did an interview. I had an interview with somebody and I was like, all right. I said, so what do you feel like is your opportunity? I don't have any. Okay. So that's a problem. But, you know, I think it's like, it's one of these things of just like, and I was like, all right, but if you can name one thing, like, and I'm like, you are going to take all the time you may think about it, but we need to come one thing. But I think though, at the same time, it really is understanding that I'm not the smartest person in the room. Like there's a quote, if you're the smartest person in the room, move you're to in the another wrong room. room. You're in the wrong room. Move <laughs> yeah. to another room. Because I genuinely believe like everybody around me should be better versed in something. Like, because I can't do everything, right? Like I'm very big believer in delegating and giving things. And like you're gonna you can hire too, right? Like I have the ability to be able to hire people to do things that I'm not good at, right? Like Jenna told me the other day, she was just like, Mary, I went through your email and I organized it and I was like what? <laughs> like how? She was like, okay, well, I couldn't find what I was looking for. And I was like, yeah, because it wasn't your email. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you but, get more things done too when you hire people who are different than you and not people uh, understand. Because when you have like, I, oh, you know what? No, I know who I was talking to this about with. It was for International Women's Day. Um, we were doing a project with all the different store managers and one of the store managers I was partnering with, we had a whole conversation. It was really cool. We realized like we are successful because we have a group of people yeah. They're different, and so we all work together like a team because you need different parts of a team. You need 100%. it's like a whole. It's like your whole, the team, whatever it is, just sports team, whatever. Like your whole team is a body, and you need different parts to function and get it yeah to work. So yeah, so it was really cool. So I and and and, and you know what? If you really hopefully that resonates a little bit with you because I think that's like 
I think it's really important. To I think know it's that. important. It's important, and that's and then again, that's why like when you're and I think you can even move it back to something like a relationship. Like, do you feel like who you are with challenged you to be a better person? Right. Now, I'm not talking about like giving you books to read. Like anybody can Google that. I mean, like, do they, right. do they make you, you a better be person? A better person? Do they make you think? Yeah. Do they make you think? Do they make you want to do more in the world? And that for me is like the barometer for like is this gonna work right because like if I'm not inspired to be the best version of myself then why right. bother exactly but um you know I think hopefully that helps just kind of like put it into a perspective outside a, of just like a business related standpoint yeah I really tried to stay clear of business but it didn't work out <laughs> it's that just well. all we it's but yeah it's, it's just it's who I we am. live and breathe like our it's, business it's but, who I am um, I think we had some good analogies yeah there, so I yeah, hope that you guys took something away from that yeah. I as you can tell I love talking about this stuff because yes. I think it's just finally we have a place to share <laughs> our feedback from- Mary talked so much. I know. I'm it's sorry. okay. Like, no. don't send me that. I get that. No, we know. It's but, fine. You know what? We have topics where one of us is more passionate about it than the other in that sense or has right. more knowledge. I mean, so it's like, fine. Yeah. Mary has like 10 more years of experience than me on management. So it's fine. <laughs> I have managed people for a very long time. Yeah. So that's why, you know, the whole, um, the growth mindset, I honestly didn't start hearing about that until I started working where I work at now because we really didn't have that in like where we worked at before. We didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing of that sort. It was sort. like the Hunger Games. Or it like, was. Grow so, unless you, you're it was out. Like, it was like step on other people to grow. <laughs> yes. That's all it was. There it were really great was. leaders there that didn't do that. Oh, but it but, was wild, you but guys. We, and that's why we all stuck together. Never, nothing. Like, that's the thing. I'll tell people stories and they're like, that didn't happen. I'm like, I promise you it did. Like, they're like, yes. no. And I'm like, it didn't. I always bring like, up stories to my boss and she'll look at me with like these big wide eyes like, Yana, you got, <laughs> like, and that's insane. I'm like, yeah. but then she's like, I've gone through stuff too. So she's right. like. Well, everybody has. I think it's just, it, perception's <laughs> reality, right? Like looking back, it was just, you can laugh because it was so wild. But in the moment, I was just like, freaking corporate sucks. I hate the CEO. I well, I didn't hate the CEO. I just think he's an asshole. And I'll say that. And that record. is that. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> I do. I think he's That's an fine. asshole. I'm sorry. It's okay. That's how I'm going to end my note. growth mindset episode. <laughs> there we go. And on that note, guys, as always, show notes have where you can follow us, email us. It's fine. Mary just found her passion for, <laughs> for people. No. Um, but no, obviously, you know, this episode is really, really good. Hopefully, like you said, well, like we said in the beginning, we're trying different topics out because you guys really resonate with these random, you said off the cuff? Off the cuff. Like off the not, cuff. Like oh, really off the not cuff. Planned. Cancel culture was not planned. We were going to talk right. about a hobby. And, then, and then, yeah, so it was great. Just things keep happening in the world that, you know, just give us our topics. But no, we we love your feedback. Please continue. We're really we're so be- excited. I it, I gotta say though, I'm I'm very much a, an achiever at heart. I'm a wing enneagram three for anybody. I'm a oh two wing three for anybody. We'll do an episode that. on enneagrams, okay? Um, but you know, but I think it's it's so cool to see the numbers going up because it means that you guys are resonating, right? Like to I think even you know be beyond. We're already like beyond a thousand. I have no idea when we hit a thousand. I'm pretty sure it was like a month ago. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time though, it's really cool. I think just to see it keep scaling up. And to see like what 16, 17 countries, which is wild. Why people in Puerto Rico? Like, like, I like don't, it's hopefully so Malaysia, y'all just... Jamaica. Yeah, I, I know yeah. what you guys are doing on there. Um, but... <laughs> no, thank you guys for your support, continued support. Yeah, I mean, continued we're excited sharing. to see where this goes, and I hope that these topics just resonate and just help. And we hope it's you know just like a weekly thing of you know just like some little weekly wisdoms. Yeah, that would be a good thing to do. Oh weekly wisdom. Weekly wisdoms. Okay, new <gasps> segment starting next week. Cool. We'll we'll think of some stuff for that instead of my triggers. Oh my god anyways okay. all right guys we'll have a wonderful week hopefully you know this what 45 minute episode took you Helped away into inspired. a world of inspiration and wisdom 
It's like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, can. my God. He's canceled. <laughs> All right. Um, bye, guys. Have a great week. Sorry about that.